I am, at the very heart of my being, a trusting person. I will trust you at face value based on your words and actions right now at first meeting until such time as you give me reason not to. I've said that phrase forever because I thought I was doing that, trusting you unconditionally unless you did something or said something to me that caused me to change my mind. I said that statement during our conversation this week and believed it. But when further pushed on this, the words, people needed to earn my trust because I've been burned so many times in the past by people who I thought was trustworthy. Which is it? Why the turnabout of beliefs just because of how a question is asked? The simple truth is, upon reflection, is that the first statement is who I really want to be. And the second is where I am today. That's the only conclusion that makes sense. But why the difference? What's keeping me from being the first instead of the latter of those two statements? The simple truth of the matter is fear. If I only partially accept someone I meet because I think they might do something to me or against me, then that can only be put down to being fear-based. Why am I afraid of someone I don't really know? I've thought about that for a while now, and it comes down to the fact that this fear has been around for decades, likely since childhood. I remember when I was in elementary school, kids would tease me or pick on me because I wasn't very good at sports or how I acted because I was very shy and sensitive. I was always more comfortable with what the girls were, would be doing rather than what the boys would be doing. Lord knows I was never good at mechanics or other things like that. So it was always insinuated or blatantly called out that I was a fag or a sissy or something. I had no idea what any of those things meant at that point in my life. And even going through the rest of my school years, it was always a recurring issue. So I kept to myself and became suspicious of those who wanted to enter my circle of friends. As I continued in life, through all the experiences, hardships, hurts, and happy times, I did end up with a few very good people in my corner. These people had seen or heard a lot of what I had gone through and know how I came out of it all. They stuck by me and some are still in my corner today. These people are folks I trust because they've seen my life unfold in all its glory and gore and still somehow like me. It's when I would meet new people that the fear of being judged for my education level, my job, my lifestyle, my clothes, you name it, would rise up. My chest would feel tight and a knot would be in the pit of my stomach. There was a fear they would reject me for any or all of those things. Over the years, this takes a real toll on the emotions and how I acted. On one hand, I really want to get to know these people and for them to get to know me. And on the other hand, 
I'm afraid if they know the real me, they, they'll reject me. It's really like living my life with one foot on the gas and the other foot on the brake at the same time. It's an internal emotional struggle of how much I will let up on the gas and brake at any given point in time in my life. So I won't get, get hurt by what they might learn about me. The anticipation of social judgment is relentless because in my mind, it can come from anyone at any time. So how is it that I can think that I'm a truly trusting person? Those two things cannot be true and cannot live easily within the same skin and still expect to be happy, joyous, and free. It was during this conversation I was having this past week that I realized what I was doing. I realized I wasn't only being unfair to those people, but I especially was really holding myself back from fully and freely enjoying the people I wanted to be around, who I had in my life, and who I might be able to have in my life if I were able to change that outlook. The question that came to my mind in the course of this conversation was, what am I afraid that they might not like if they found out this or that about me? I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I didn't have a high enough education level as they had. Uh, I live a different lifestyle. What? The answer then came to me. I started to think about all the people I know and I'm friends with, all the people I've met and have had a good time with over the years, all the business encounters I've been successful with working with very smart people, my family and extended family. Every one of those people I've encountered over the course of my life has met me and liked me for the specific period of time we were or are together. Do they know everything in my life? No. Does Anyone I know know everything that has happened in my life? No. Do they like me anyways? Yes. So, so then, if some of the closest people in my life accept me for what and who I am without judgment, even without knowing everything in my life, why do I hold strangers at a higher standard and don't allow them in, into my life without fear. This was a big revelation to me. Huge. If any of the people who are in my life today asked me something about my life that they didn't know, I would be completely honest with them and tell them. And I'm pretty sure they would still accept me because there was someone else in my life today who has already proven that they accepted that fact about me. So, What's to be feared? Will that next bit of enlightenment suddenly void everything else that they liked about me? I seriously doubt it. Now, however, I can also say that I've had a couple of occasions over the years where close friends, after knowing them for decades, suddenly dropped me from their life for whatever reason. And you know what? I survived without them. Yes, it hurt for a while, but I survived, and I'm sure I will again if it were to happen again. So, this means 
I have to make a choice in life once again. Do I continue to live my life based on the storyline that I must keep people at arm's length because they might socially judge me for whatever reason? Or do I start to actively practice what I have believed I was all these years? A truly trusting per person who wants to accept everyone for the person they are in front of me right now. That's all the knowledge I have of you and you have of me. I need to decide if that is enough for right now and for today. Tomorrow we might learn more about each other and that's how relationships grow. Relationships are built by layers of experiences and through time. Some layers will be smoother than others, but being trusting and accepting only adds to the quality of the relationship and that greatly adds to the quality of my life. Not everyone knows or has to know every little detail about me to like me and the same goes for them as well. I will never know the entire life story of, of everyone I know. What I do know of them is more than enough to have me want to be a part of their journey and to have them be a part of mine. You've heard me quote Brene Brown in my podcast before, and today will be no exception <clears throat> because she speaks to the issue of shame, vulnerability, and acceptance so well that it's hard not to grasp at that level of understanding when you hear it. When I think about what this inner fear or social judgment is all about, it's really about self-shaming. And that isn't right and that isn't healthy. And it has to change. Not everyone has to know every little detail about me. And if I choose to share it with you, it should be considered a privilege. This is how Brene Brown put it. Quote, our stories are not meant for everyone. Hearing them is a privilege and we should always ask ourselves this before we share. Who has earned the right to hear my story? If we have one or two people in our lives who can sit with us and hold space for our shame stories and love us for our strengths and struggles, we are incredibly lucky. If we have a friend or small group of friends or family who embraces our imperfections, vulnerabilities and power and fills us with a sense of belonging, we are incredibly lucky." Unquote. I am incredibly lucky. In order to live a more authentic life, the storyline I have to continue to practice must be of wholeheartedly accepting me for who I am and wholeheartedly accepting people for who they are without the caveat, they must earn my trust. If I am me in that moment with them, that's the start of a good relationship and I feel good about that. I'll close with this last thought and quote. First, the thought. I'm beginning to really understand that living an authentic life is not always going to be safe and easy. It's going to be uncomfortable and scary and messy, and I will need to continue to live bravely in the moment of vulnerability at times. And if I stay strong, my reward will be for me to experience more joy in my life with the people who care about me as much as I care about them. And here's the quote that represented my life. And it's from Thomas Aquinas. 
A ship is safe in harbor, but that is not what a ship is for. Until next time, cheers.